0: Both things are up well, and running. We, we'll, we'll just make a big deal out of it, so he knows when okay. we're okay. All right, to get it. yeah. Yep. Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob, and I'm Josh. And today, not right now, but later, we are going to spoil a adventure Avenger? Avenger, Avengers Endgame to death. We are going to spoil it all the way down, but not yet.
1: We're going to review the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. There I'm just letting go. everybody know that, like, if you haven't seen it, eventually you should turn this
1: off. And this go is the episode. Else. Last week was the no spoilers. It was titled that. Yeah. So this week is going to be like the inevitable. We
0: can't hold back any
1: longer. Yep. Now the problem here is that Anthony, who's sitting right there, over there,
0: has not seen it. So we're starting the recording, chit chat mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Right. And before we start really blowing stuff up, we're going to make him leave. We're, we're not going to make him. We're going to yeah. tell him if he wants to leave. He's going to run space. away. So if you're screaming and running later, it's because
1: Anthony's on his way out. And Anthony, (laughs) God love him, is not the most graceful person. And he he is entombed in several loud, smashy, expensive things. Between
0: him and the free space, there are three guitars and a drum set. And lots of wires. Tons of wires. A bunch of computers. Yeah. So we may hear him on those ways. So if we just
1: cut out abruptly within (laughs) the next minute or so, it's because Anthony broke
0: everything. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and we have to take him to the hospital. Anyway, so in the meantime,
1: uh, what you, what you working on over there? Um, I I need to prepare better for these podcast episodes that we do. See, routinely. I have, well, it's not really fair because
0: I have a history of hoarding <laughs> uh, Lego sets and models and never having the time to do them. So I have this huge backlog. You don't? I don't.
1: So I am putting together the other part of the ghost, which was the Star Wars rebel ship. It's a two-part. This is called the Phantom. The Phantom yeah. is the smaller piece that mates into the back of the ghost. So once this is done, that whole set will be finished. I mean, and don't be offended. I'll probably take this apart and redo it one night. I wouldn't know any better one way or the other way. It'll look the same. But. I'm going to swap out a piece. Oh, no. i write my name on it. There's going to be like a pink piece right on the well, top of it. This piece doesn't no, 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 no. have the appropriate sticker, so I think I can just draw my name on it. <sighs> acceptable did they not send the stickers (laughs) no man. i don't see any Uh, stickers. so i bought this set this one was like
0: eh, it's not in the stores anymore and i wanted to get it to match the bigger ship that i got and so i looked on ebay it's a small you know if you're watching you can see how big this box is it's this is one of the 14.99 type size sets Mm -hmm. in the store right but it goes with the ship that's much more expensive right with this like 100 and something so i go looking for this on ebay 90 bucks Yeah, yeah yeah And so I finally found this one that it said it was complete. Some kid started building it, built about half of it, and then put it back in the box and never touched it again. So his parents sold it. And I think I got it for twenty? Something like that. I like good. pretty pretty reasonable. Yeah.
1: It's a small ship. I mean it only has yeah. two bags and it came in a, a ziploc. Or not a Ziploc, but like a Yeah, you got it for the Tupperware. Container. Tupperware. Well sandwich Tupperware container. Which is probably about half the cost of what I paid for the whole set. So we should have washed our hands after touching someone else's
0: Tupperware thing. That's true. At least it didn't, like, come out smelling, like, something.
1: Okay, I have something to say about that. Okay. (laughs) Um, We have an Instant Pot. Do you you know of Instant pot? I know
0: of them, but I have never actually seen one or used one. It's a
1: pressure cooker slash crock pot hybrid kind of thing where you can cook things very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, But like a crock pot, everything that comes out of the Instant Pot kind of has that same taste regardless of what protein you have in it. I've heard that before. Yeah, like, yeah, and I don't know if that's just a pressure cooker or a slow cooker type thing. It all has a common denominator. Like, all the flavors, as bold as they can be, always come back to, like, in this taste is a base of Instant Pot. So do you think that, uh, and this
0: is legitimate, do you think that's an actual flavor or is it a kind of a
1: uh, moisture content texture thing? Well, I have a theory now because I've washed it many, many times. Like, I opened up the cabinet recently, and it's like, whoa, this waft of Instant Pot smell. Oh, you can actually smell it. Yeah, because it has a a drop-in pot. It's got a rubber gasket and then a lid that has the little pressure uh, regulator thing in it. So you take all those things apart and you wash them. But the rubber gasket thing holds in the smells. Mm. And so I think that's the culprit. And so I've washed it many times. We have, like, deep cleaned it because one time it was just obnoxious. The smell that it has. And it's not like putrid or rancid. It's just like, I'm the instant pot. Right. That's never in contact with food, right? It just... No, it's in... Well, it's like a Dutch oven to where when the food gets really hot and the steam that comes off of it touches the top and it comes back down. So oh, in that right. way, it kind of indirectly can touch I the see. food. I see. has run off. Yeah. But Which is it super always has. When the... you're talking about food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember what world you were talking about, but it just made me like on the Instant Pot. So I don't know (laughs) if this is a thing that other people experience with this wonderful cooking device that all of your stuff just kind of starts to taste the same. Or maybe I just don't know how to wash dishes properly. Mm, Could be. I don't know. I've never used one. It's kind of neat. We could cook two full racks of ribs in 35 minutes. 35? That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat.
0: Except they taste like
1: whatever you have. it all kind of yeah tastes like yeah, it's a dark. base of like pork so, spice so I, I guess the
0: the planning then would be the first thing you cook in it needs to be like your favorite food so that everything down the line is just going to mm-hmm. eventually taste kind of like it has a favorite. little hint of that yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: that sounds like a pretty poor way to go around yep or <laughs> we'll just have like five instant pots
0: oh yeah one there for you
1: southwest, go southwest one for barbecue one for asian all right, have we him hawed enough about nonsense before we can talk about this movie? Uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Anthony, get out. Anthony, much I'm love.
0: <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh, he did it. He did it on purpose. Oh, oh but the stripping t- is not on <laughs> purpose. Fell on the yeah. That was not on purpose. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Oh, man. All right. So he, looks, the, he lives up to expectations. The Gong was your spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, do yourself a favor. I mean, if you're at all interested,
1: do yourself a favor and go see it. Don't listen to people talk about it until you've seen it. Go see it. And then come back and hit play. So yeah. hit pause, go watch it. We'll wait three hours for you. You can turn your phone off, too, because otherwise your battery will die during that long movie. Let's consider Okay, we're in.
0: Spoiler territory. Uh, we don't have a plan or a format here, and we've never really done, like, a full movie review type nope discussion.
1: But you have with us on Making Geeks. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I forgot but even that. then, like, it varies, and we have roughly an hour And the movie was three hours. Yeah. So, um, first off, did you like it or did it meet your expectations or what were your initial like walking out of the movie theater? Uh, Okay. Walked out pretty bummed.
0: Ooh, gotta be honest. Um, I knew going into it that someone was gonna die. I knew that it was probably uh, Captain America or Tony, at least. And even though logically ahead of time, I knew that it would probably be Tony. I really didn't want that to happen. Mm. And so I think I kind of, without really thinking about it, kind of like said, oh, that that probably won't happen. It'll it'll be Cap. He'll, you know, sacrifice himself to save the greater right. good like he always does and whatever. And so I think when I finally saw him die, I was just like, there went my favorite. Mm.
1: Did you tear up?
0: I didn't the first time. I've seen it twice now. The first time, I mean, I, I felt it. And I was just had this kind of like sinking like, oh, man, like that's, that part is over now. That's a drag. And then the second time uh, when there were when he and Pepper were sitting on the couch and he said, you know, he's talking about time travel. And he mm-hmm. was like, I can put it in a box and drop it in the bottom of the lake. And she looks at him and she goes, but you won't be able to rest. And I was like, oh, because yep. at the end when he dies, she was like, now you can rest. And it's, yep. I started crying right then the second time. I don't know why. It's kinda of stupid to cry at like um it's a made up movie about made up people in a ridiculous universe and all this nope, stuff. It's not but, but at the same time, like I felt that one. Like that. Yep. Yeah. So overall, I really did like it. I I thought um, they did a great job of wrapping up a whole bunch of different things. I do have some worry about what's next. And we can talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But as a movie in and of itself I was pleased. But when I got out of it, I wasn't like, that was
1: fantastic. I was like, okay, they they, they did it all, you know? So you're at the end of this book. Are you, were you satiated? Were you like, that's what I was hoping for this movie? Hmm. Because I say yes. I say yes because I really loved Infinity War. And it... As much as Disney and these Marvel movies can bring something to a close, because you can never really bring it to a close, because then you can't make money off of it. Like, <laughs> right. I think that that story as the end of Phase Three or the potential end of Phase Three or whatever for the MCU, like it, it was satisfying
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they didn't like there was no post-credit scene or well, we can talk about Loki and they're like is someone dead or are they not dead? And I like I felt. That it was completed, yeah, and I, that was very satisfying. As emotionally turbulent as that movie was, it was funny, it was sad, it was you know unexpected, it was exciting and hopeful. And then at the end, I I remember going like, "Thank you for not yeah psyching me out right. or faking or putting some weird hook to like it's over, but it's not over." Like, I I love that. I have no idea what's coming next because they properly ended that story.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I liked and disliked about it. I liked it because that is the right way to do it. I thought they did an excellent job with that. The part I dislike is like yeah, but but it's over. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. freaking Iron Man's gone, dude, and
1: not coming back. Well, see, not coming back is subjective because no, I he's, mean, he's there's good. what? Spider-Man, um what's the tagline Far in the movie? From Far home. from home, right? Yeah. He's Gonna be in that, he's and so not. huh? There's not that movie, I think, takes place before this stuff, no. really. Yep, okay, well, never mind. No, nope. he's but gone, gone. I say that as much as a Disney movie and much, as much as these superhero movies go back and forth in time, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. prequel, this yeah. is a whatever. Yeah. Um, but if he is, then good for him. I mean, that means that, that Robert Downey Jr. has has finally been able to go, you know what, yeah. I, I'm kind of done with this now. He can rest, yeah, yeah. That part, oh, that part got me, yeah. So I did not anticipate connecting with these movies as much as I did as just like a human being, as a father, Uh as like, you know, things in your past, which I think this movie really – the theme of this movie um, I really enjoyed and I might not be able to put my finger on exactly what it is. But for me, to where Infinity War was like we don't trade lives, we're all a team, this one I think put all of that to the test because when Hmm. they were able to go back in time – well, first off, they, they all get together. They're like, we're going to go beat Thanos. They found him, and they killed him. Which, at that point, I was like, man, this movie is going way too
0: fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that whole, like, okay, we've got to solve. Here's the, like, let's go. Ah, ah you know. Nah. And I'm like, what is, th- this is not right. Why is this going so fast?
1: <laughs> I loved that part because it was, like, we, we did it. We avenged everybody. But you didn't change anything. Yeah. So you didn't solve the problem. You just tried to make yourself feel better because as a person who was beat or who was vanquished, you have some form of retribution or some form of revenge. And I think that's what I loved about Thor's story and Thor's character that entire time. Like he felt so terrible that he did something wrong and that he could internalize that he ruined everything mm-hmm. or because everybody was gone because he himself failed. And then he was able to Finally, like, which I like how they chopped his arm off, how everybody in Infinity War was like, why don't you just chop his arm off, then you can't snap. And that was, boom, the first thing he did, chop his arm off, pow. And then he just shut him up and chopped his head off. And so it still did not make him feel any better. Uh Even that, like, I'm able to enact revenge on someone or something that wronged me. I mean, it's all like an internal struggle, even though the physical manifestation of that thing that causes you pain is not necessarily gone. Yeah. And so I think that that was a really uh, a deep point that a lot of people in their individual lives can can relate to. Mm-hmm. And then, I, w- I don't know about you, but I was always like, okay, they can't keep Chris Hemsworth in a fat suit the entire movie. I, I kept expecting that to change. Right? He's yeah. like, he's going to, like, the lightning is going to come down and he's going to be shredded again and not look like Big Lebowski. Yeah. But I thought that that was a really fun move. And I wonder... Um, because in Ragnarok, like he, he and the director, Ragnarok, I forgot the guy's name who plays Korg. Tiki, what? Yeah. Like what they something. wanted to take him in a new direction. And mm-hmm. I wonder how much of that was them like, you know what? Let's make me super fat. <laughs> and they're like, we can't do that. Like Disney, Disney doesn't want that. They want you shredded and handsome. He's like, no man, fat the entire time. Yeah. Fat, lazy and drinking.
0: That was really funny. Cause I, I kept expecting like when he and Rocket came back, they would use oh. that time to somehow fix his body or Just something he's yeah, like, he'd, like he'd, lifting weights yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go back to this specific time in history and lift weights with this famous person until we're
1: in shape again but well as as a chubby guy with a dad body i appreciate it finally being represented <laughs> in a superhero movie uh that's funny but uh being able to connect with it i think more than i expected um i really like thor's character Mm -hmm. But when they all went back in time, I think the point I was trying to make about like we don't trade lives, when they all got to go back in time to their own respected kind of areas, they all had the opportunity to be selfish. They all met people from their past. They all had situations in their past where they, I think, with the regret that they've had to live with, could in that point going, I'm going to stay right here and I'm going to focus on fixing that.
0: Get the thing I never had. The thing that I personally never had. Yeah, true. Tony's
1: relationship with his dad, Cap with his lady friend, Thor with his mom, um, like, all of those moments that they're like, nope. I'm And you could see it in the movie, I felt, that they were struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, like, if you could go back in time, like, you know, would you change those things? But they had a mission to do. And I think those are the real heroes that, you know, despite your own personal gain, having yeah. to make those tough choices and yeah. watching that play out. And them not being so overt about it, but still kind of feeling that, I yeah. was like, ooh, this is, this is good. And they definitely pointed that struggle out on each of them. You know, yeah.
0: Cap looking at Peggy through the window, and um, yeah, Thor talking to his mom and stuff. Yeah, they, they that part had me. That part got
1: me. Yeah, I bet. It was like this. He stops. He's like, "This is the day that my mom dies," mm. and I was like, "Ooh," and mm. I'm like, "Okay, nope, let's just move past this." And then <laughs> like. All the regret and all the stuff and all the emotions that he had that were causing him to, like, slip into this horrible state. He just needed to talk to his mom. Hmm. Like, out of all the people in the entire literal universe that could, like, comfort him or be able to understand, he just needed to talk to his mom. Hmm. And that, like, that's the part that when he was, like, just talking to her and kind of confessing, like, he was being open and honest with somebody and not just, like, when he met Rocket in the thing and Rocket yeah. said "Look looked like melted ice cream. Yeah. He was still putting up a front, but like he was super vulnerable around mm. his mom, and I'm like, oh god, yeah, this is
0: happening. I bet that would be tough. Yeah,
1: but I, I really liked the 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 time travel bits. Okay, how do you feel about the time travel travely kind of idea that they posed? I mean, I
0: it felt. Uh, you know, they can't spend a lot of time coming up with, like, this fake science to, like, really validate it. I get mm. that. I mean, it's it's fantasy. But it did feel like, hey, you know what we should do? Time travel. That sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a great idea. How do we do that? Give me a minute. And yeah. then he gets, like, <laughs> sitting in, the, in his fancy table. He's just like, uh, let's, uh, let's just try... I don't know. Let's try this one. (gasps) I I figured out time. People
1: have maybe heard of double helixes before,
0: and that looks like a (laughs) sciencey kind of thing. So that felt a little just. But also, I did notice that um, that entire sequence from like when they killed Thanos to when they actually started making progress and you know like going back in time that the time scale there was very montage like. Mm -hmm. But that could have been. Over a greater period of time, but that you didn't really see that, you know. But it could have been that, like he, that Tony, thought about time travel for six months or a month mm. or something, and then kind of figured, you know. So maybe it wasn't as rushed as it felt like. But that it was one thing that just kind of like, I have an idea. Nobody's ever tried this before. It's cool. I got it, and then it's just like done, and now they have yeah. this this thing that will change in that universe. Will change everything forever, forever. Yep. Because now. Somebody knows how to time travel yep. in all of the MCU from now on. And whether it's those people or not, like, that box has been opened and can be reopened at any point. Because it had yep. nothing to do with the stones, yep. right? So it had PEM particles, which is the only thing, and he's
1: back. So they can, yeah. I don't they can know. make more. Yep. Make he's more. validated his research, and now that is a thing. Yep. Um, I guess that was one thing. Like, if it were montage each one of the two separate groups that were working on it tried one time. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like, let's send Ant-Man back. Like, oh, he's a baby. He's an old oh, man. He's this. They're like, oh, well, I guess we're never going to get it. And then, and Tony then Tony Tony's up. like, Tony sighs. He's like, okie dokie. Well, maybe let's try a flim-flam dark matter union joint bolt screwed into the ion quantum field magnetic core. Yep. And then beep bolt, beep. Time travel possible. And so I was like, "Well, wow, okay." So, mm, that but was, at the that same time, quick. I mean, like,
0: I, I don't know how else they would have done that. Sure, you know, time travel was kind of the MacGuffin uh, shortcut to let's have a way to create a big solve for this. But I don't know what else they would have done. So I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing. It was just like maybe lowest hanging fruit plot
1: device to yeah, and to, that's to, that's to the, enable the yeah.
0: rest of this big thing that they already had figured
1: out. You know, and, and that's, that's the thing in these movies, good. like in a the fantasy elements of the movies. Like I can suspend belief and go, okay, you're putting me in this world. Like sure. Asgard's a thing. Okie dokie. People have superpowers. Like sure. Why not? And then when they try to mix in science, <laughs> That's it's like, reasonable. you're just saying and that was kind of my beef with, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. I'm like, you're just saying quantum a bunch of times. You're just making, well, stuff they even up. pointed that out in the movie, which yes, what at, I think the... was the one saving grace for me. I'm like, okay, you can kind of make fun of yourself because it's kind of starting to bother me. And someone in a creative meeting went, someone's going to be bothered by this. Yeah. We should maybe make fun of it.
0: Oh, that was good. But, yeah, I didn't – I mean, after it got into it, I kind of forgot that it happened so quickly. And that was just, you know, where they were headed. So it didn't bother me or anything.
1: So like our Star Wars conversations, how do you like that they went back and visited all of the – or not all of them, but a lot of the previous movies? Because if this is supposed to round them all out, just like we talked about, like you got to welcome all the characters back so everybody can have resolution – do you think they did it well?
0: I Yeah, I do. I think it was a great way to give a little highlight reel because that's mm. basically what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They took all of the major characters, put them back in situations where we had seen them in without the support of the full group, and they got to all have their little shining moment. And that was really that was a great way to do that because otherwise it would have been like, here's a team of a bunch of people, everybody gets one-liners for 30 minutes, and then they go somewhere else and everybody gets one-liners for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody got their own little
1: mini story focus. Um I thought that was great. And it as a like a production uh concept, it totally worked. Yeah. Because I went back and I'm like, I think that was in Age of Ultron. I couldn't tell. And so I went back in those movies and I borrowed the movies from you. Hmm. But if I didn't, I probably would have like Streamed them on some kind of device as a way to like call back to their older stuff. Like, this is going to get people to ask questions about stuff yeah. that we're not going to overtly spell out. They have to go do some research. Right. So, a smart move on their part, kind of yep. almost forcing people to go back through the library. Well, I mean, if somebody's
0: that interested, yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: Good at you, Disney. That was a smart uh, move.
0: I have a part that is, these instructions are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's like a random part that's unlisted that just is there. <laughs> um all right so let's talk about um some of the specific stuff okay loki yes big question mark where is loki when is loki Mm -hmm. i really liked and okay there's
1: a there's another and there go ahead you really liked i really liked that they kept certain people dead who were dead um i don't recall tell me you saw it two times did vision ever come back nope okay good nope he's gone um Gamora, like the past Gamora, you see the future Gamora. I kind of like that thing where she's, she's still in the Soul Stone. Don't, we don't know, right? But they didn't like she didn't reappear, so that tracks through the logic.
0: Well, but even the the past Gamora that showed back up, mm-hmm. they never explicitly showed whether she disappeared with Tony's snap or not, because at the the last scene with the Guardians is is Chris Pratt. Searching for her on his computer. And says, searching, Gamora, whatever. And it's like searching, searching, searching. And then he swipes it away because somebody walks up.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, so it's like...
1: Oh, because she technically was on the bad team. Yeah,
0: she came in with the army, and mm. Tony didn't know that. He didn't know she was good. So she may have gotten snapped away.
1: Mm. I don't know. Which brings me to another point. Is the Infinity Gauntlet only snap operating? Because... No. Well, maybe no, just I don't the, think
0: so. the big final thing. Or closing
1: could, the hand, right? Because in Infinity War... Doctor Strange escaping things like don't let him close his hand because he can use the stones independently from yeah. inside the gauntlet. I don't know if it needs him to close his hand that seems like a terrible like <laughs> engineering thing yeah. yeah. It is but like the power can... glove of mystic arts. And when yeah, the Hulk uses the glove and snaps his finger he's like I tried to bring back Natasha. So can you and th- there's no answerable way to to address this but like Oh I bet there is. But I don't know. Is you... it like I wish upon a infinity stone, and then I think give me what I
0: wish. That's what I kind of understood. I don't know if that's like canon from the comics or whatever, but I kind of imagine like somebody is saying in their mind, like this is what I want to happen. Mm. You know,
1: and then what would Tony have said? It's like that's another thing. Get rid you of, of know, the no. bad
0: guys. The only people that disappeared were Thanos and his army and all of the stuff. So my assumption is that. And he made the point earlier, like, we only want to bring back what we lost, not get rid of what we have. So he was very specific about, like, it was a specific ask. Mm -hmm. And so I imagine that with Thanos, it was, let's, you know, kill or remove or whatever, dissolve Thanos and his army. And I feel like Gamora would have been included in that because he wouldn't have known that she... Was, you know,
1: teetering on good, bad. Yeah. you like, never met her. Are there some of those, like, spider-crawly eyeless things that were like, you know what? I don't know if I really want to work for things. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him that much. I just don't have any other options. Exactly. Like, the job market I'm, is terrible for I'm giant I've this far, <laughs> but I am a conscientious objector to what's going on right here. Like, did he get to stay? <laughs> I don't know. Because Gamora didn't do a whole lot more than that. She made some redemptive qualities, but didn't firmly stand like, right. I stand yeah, yeah, against Thanos. Right. So I kind of feel
0: like she probably got snapped away. So the way that I think that she's going to come back is that somewhere, the whole, like, uh, you know, you give a soul, and it says it's irreversible. You give a soul, you get the stone. This, I think somehow she will be able to come back out of the stone eventually because I think that Black Widow will also come back out of the stone. Now, that would totally diminish her sacrifice if they do that. So maybe they won't for that reason. But... Cap
1: had to return the soul stone. Ooh, yes. And to if Cap, Red Skull. To Red Skull, which yeah. I think is fun. He had to that's go awesome. like, oh, I'm just going to go back. I'm not sure what any of these space worlds mean, but I'm hey, this place has a bunch of pools and there's a big tall pokey thing. Let's walk up there and see what <laughs> it is. And then who is at the top of that thing? But Red Skull. Yeah.
0: Man, that's pretty awesome. Um, But he had to return that. And if it's one for one and you give the stone back,
1: what happens? Do you get the soul back? I don't Do you- know. Maybe. And if so... They're just on layaway, and you're like, I don't I don't want this. <laughs> I changed my mind. Well, no returns. Sorry. Yep. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah, so I don't know... Which another thing about Cap returning the stones? Hmm. Okay, so at the end of the movie, Tony's dead. They're like, you gotta go give him back. He gets in the Wayback Machine, and he goes back, assumed he puts them all back. Time Stone goes back to Bald What's-Her-Name. Um, Whatever. All of them go back. Yeah. So when they, like, three, two, one, bring him back, and he doesn't show up on the little platform, he's over on the bench. Has Old Man been sitting there the entire battle?
0: That's what I was trying to figure out, and I saw a little uh, note from the writer, not from the directors, but from the writer, and his thing was that he... um. Was that Steve returned all of them except the time stone, went to an went to where Peggy was, mm-hmm. had his entire life with her. Okay, kept the time stone with him. Okay, and then whenever because that would be a branch in reality. Mm-hmm. So his his life with Peggy was an entirely different reality that branched off somewhere. And then at the end of his life or whenever you know the point was that he wanted to switch back over probably after she died. Then he even put it back. He took the time stone back to where he it should have been, dropped it off,
1: opened up the pin particle thingy in his little wooden box that he's been keeping in his house forever. Yeah, it's like wrapped in a sock in his closet. But his kids probably tried to break it. Probably. That's going to be the
0: undoing of the entire <laughs> world right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing? I, so I think he he lived a life in a separate timeline and then popped back to that point in time, but didn't pop back on the platform, the, Right. poppable platform thing yeah just for dramatic effect <laughs> yeah you
1: know steve rogers and <laughs> yeah that's what that's what Iron i man got at of that, uh, captain america fighting captain america
0: that oh, was great i thought that was yeah. super cool that was awesome and and the whole like i can do this all day line oh man i busted out laughing <laughs> was, he was just like i know so good because i like that they really like pulled that out like we've said
1: this a whole bunch of times and everybody expects it
0: you yeah.
1: know it was good um but Loki, okay. So in that same kind of sequence, yeah, uh, they have Tesseract. They drop it. Loki grabs it and just disappears. You don't know where he goes. Mm-hmm. But then they have to go back further in time to go get the Tesseract. So it's this weird, like, what time well, is it really there now, or is it? Is so so he now? would have branched reality at that point. Mm-hmm.
0: So all of the stuff that we saw for the rest of the movie is still in the theoretical main timeline in he now exists in an alternate timeline until s- starting at whatever what is that 2009 12 2000, or something. something like that yeah. right starting
1: at that day but then as soon as old man cap returns that's a different Tesseract. that's a different tesseract man i like how they addressed like the back to the future or the yeah. bill and ted yeah, kind yeah. of thing and he because of all the movies yeah and then when they were like no it happens like and they said it really fast i'm like crap i didn't get that I just have to buy into whatever they're doing now because I didn't get the logic that they very clearly stated, but they stated really fast. Yeah.
0: It's
1: like, well, I'm definitely going to have to come back and watch
0: this again. It was funny that, like, a couple of them were just really sure how time travel worked. Like, (laughs) uh, Nebula was like, that's not how it works. How do you know? You're like, I mean, she's like half computer, maybe. maybe.
1: I like how Rocket went, calm down. You're
0: smart for Earth standards. Yeah, (laughs) you're only a genius on Earth. That was pretty good. Calm down there.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else was okay? So Tony. Yes. When Tony died, made me cry. Yeah, and it made me cry, which I really liked that they did, because he was so hurt that like silver tongued always has something to say. Tony Stark mm. was dead quiet. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, that's impactful. And then she just like, you can you can go now. Like you're done. Yeah. You don't have to worry about us anymore. And That as a father and, like, I don't know, I have these weird things or, like, people in my family have gotten cancer. I'm, like, I'm – in my mind, I'm, like, I'm going to die sooner than most people would think. And so that moment caught me. Again, this is me relating to my own personal life, this weird movie that had nothing to do with me. (laughs) And so I'm projecting hardcore. Yeah. That's what you do. But – We all do. That part got me. And I'm sitting there next to my son. I'm, like, I'm okay. (laughs) Dad's not crying. Well, and that after the fact – um, on our way home, because of this podcast, I got to talk. I have a conversation with my son about crying, like, as, as a boy and as a man. And he's like, I've never seen you cry before. I'm like, well, you should have been watching because <laughs> that was your chance. <laughs> yeah. It's gone now, boy. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we had a real honest conversation about things that were sad and loss and, you know, my mom that he never got to meet. And mm. so it was super mm. silly that this silly Marvel movie was a, a way for my son and I to have a real conversation about yeah. loss and the loftiness of things you have going on and about fatherhood and yeah that was definitely one of those moments that intended to make you sad and they it worked yeah they nailed that yeah. for sure but yeah when he was just he was quiet
0: yeah and that kind of vacant look yep, that, oh man that was rough yeah um yeah my daughter uh, cried she lost it in the movie and she's like of all my kids she's the one that probably has the the most interest and in, like passion which is really funny to me i don't it shouldn't be i guess but the one girl is the one that likes star wars the most she likes the marvel movies the most hmm. and like she'll just come talk to me about it and she's not she's not little anymore she's like a kid who she's getting to that age where a lot of kids stop being interested in that stuff because their friends may not be you know and they think it's mm. like not cool or whatever but she's like she's totally in and I love that but those stories do affect her and I looked she was sitting down by my wife on the other end of our six you know people in a row and I looked down at one point not not when he died but earlier on and she was just like tears just rolling down and she her eyes were wide watching the movie but you could just see it on the side of her face mm-hmm. like she it hit her and uh, so she and I got to kind of have that same conversation um, after the fact, and the boys are all just like, "Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was cool." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and it was funny because before the day before, I went to see it by myself. I decided to go see it by myself so that they, I wouldn't. I, I just wanted to get through it and not have to worry about them needing to leave and being distracted. That way, if they did have to go to the bathroom, I could take them, and my wife could watch it and not be distracted. Turns out they all did awesome. Nobody That's had to good. go to the bathroom. That was great. But she was we were talking and she just goes like, "Oh, who's your favorite Marvel character?" And this was before I'd seen it and I was like, "Uh, Iron Man." I mean, I can pretty confidently say he's yeah. my he's always been my favorite. And she, Captain Marvel is hers, of course. And so then after we saw it together, we walked out of there and she was like, "I'm really sorry." Oh. <laughs> like, "Oh, it's okay. It's not You don't need to be sorry that my favorite character is no more. And then I started bawling. No. Uh, It was cool, though. I'm I'm glad that she's interested. I think I'm also just glad that she can be affected by storytelling.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's what I got the most out of that, is that this is a superhero movie, and it's a mega blockbuster, and they have all the ability to pander and Michael bay explosion the whole thing. (laughs) But... You cared, and you cared about so many people for so long. Twenty-two movies, yeah, was, added up to this. Was a lot with so many separate story arcs and so many personalities. And whether you liked all twenty-two of them or not, like I felt that this was good because it it hinted at those previous stories, and I feel like the decisions that were made. For the most part, I mean, I got to watch it again a second time, but I felt like they were on character. Mm, yeah, like no one did something completely random and dumb just to try to get them to, to the fit next it step. Into the story, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I thought the the part about Nebula like tapping into her current self or whatever. I'm like, okay, sure, all right, yeah. If they're existing in the same place, maybe the Wi-Fi passwords the same on old Nebula. As it as was funny that he
0: said like they're sharing a network, and that was the first thing I thought of. was, yeah. like. Oh, they have the same SSID. That's funny. Yeah, that's really
1: good. They have share with everyone, not just share with you know, Thanos. Uh, so Thanos, Thanos was my favorite character of Infinity War because I think he was so complex, mm-hmm. um, and because Thanos, I'm telling you, looks just like my grandfather. <laughs> really he does. He really. He's not purple, but I mean, if, oh, if oh, you could, if you could turn Thanos into like a, a sunburnt. Tarnished old man, like, looks like my grandfather. (laughs) But, so past Thanos, not the one whose head they chopped off. Uh I thought that they did really well by that character, and he kind of was starting to figure it out. Because he's not a dumb character, he's a really complex kind of being, and he feels like he's worthy and all this, and so he starts to figure it out. Um. And then his new plan of like, oh, okay, so I, I didn't anticipate the other half missing and doing something about the half that I got rid of. I'll just start all over. Like, okay, here we go. I'll just fix that. Hmm. And and that, it's funny because it seems like a vengeful, spiteful move in the moment. But I'm like, he honestly believes what he's doing yeah. is good. Yeah. But I had another question. But. If, and they made the point. If Thanos snaps away half of all living things, is that half of the trees? Because when they Uh, snap them back, all the birds and stuff, you can hear. She said, Black Widow
0: said, all living creatures. And I heard this in the trailer, and I thought the same thing. Okay. Because it was kind of a weird way to say, it wasn't like people, or it wasn't. Right, I said creatures, and I guess that includes like you know you talk about alien races and like all the stuff that's in because that groups of trees, right?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, if you get well, rid of all half like a, of living things, he's like a walking I was like, person. Then tree. you're de- shy of like some like s- space, you know, materials. Like if you get rid of half the people, and then you get half get rid of half of the living things. Say I'll, I'll for the sake of argument say they said living things, which they might not have. Then you get rid of half of the trees and the bacteria and the stuff that makes a lot of the resources that we consume um, consumable. And so did you really do that great a job? (laughs) Yeah.
0: You just kind of cut everybody in half and made everybody mad for really
1: no reason. The net is still the same. Yeah, that's true. We still don't have enough to go around. So then for him to go like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll just matrix, like, hit reset. So there you go.
0: Yeah, I think it was, uh, I mean, she said creatures, and that, that was a pretty good explanation to me that, like, Not plants and stuff.
1: But, you know, who knows? But was that a worthy compromise? Because, like, when you get that five-year glimpse uh, into the world without half of the people, and everybody's pretty miserable, then all of a sudden their five-year younger selves just, like, pop back up into the world. Like, how is that is pretty traumatic.
0: You know, I thought about that a little bit. Like, at the end, it showed, like, Peter and his friend. I can't remember the character's name. Like, meeting up at school. Yeah, and guys like, a chair. Oh. But the thing about it, they must have both. Been in, like, middle school. They Well, no, they must have both faded away because
1: oh, they would be you. five
0: years different in age. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of the people that you were in high school with, when you come back, they're yeah, all gone. in college. Yep. And so then you have, like, this weird thing from now on. Like, if you go to get your driver's license, they're like, how old are you? I'm.
1: Were you click or were yeah. you non-click? Yeah,
0: so now there's this division of people who are five years younger mm-hmm. than they're supposed to be.
1: Imagine like, like if your you, how your how you family moves that? on. Like, oh, they got remarried to someone who was there and they have a yeah. whole separate family. How traumatic would that be if you come back? Like, no, man, snap me back. Yeah. I don't want to have to face this. Like everything that you thought you knew or you loved is now completely altered. Yeah. And hurry, I'm back. And it's like on Castaway. Hmm. Yeah. That moment in Castaway where Tom uh Tom it's not Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Hanks.
0: Tom Hanks comes Franks. back.
1: To go get his Jeep and his lady has already moved on and he has yeah. to like, uh, okay, you have to let her go. And I mean, that's like, a good
0: point. Like, so think nope. about, it. so uh, uh, imagine a family mm-hmm. on snap day, Right, they lose their other kids. Terrible. It t- breaks the parent's heart. Absolutely. They go crazy. Mm-hmm. They get divorced. They, one of them turns into like this, I don't know, drug addict. I'm just saying some right. scenario where they're just like everything about this family breaks down because of the loss. Then all of a sudden the kids show back up. The parents are still broken. Like, my bad. Well, no, I mean, it's like nobody's fault, but like the parents are still broken. You still have addiction now and separation and all Mm -hmm. these awful things that came from resentment for like ancillary things. And that probably happened more often than not.
1: Right. And that, oh, yeah, man, that would have been bad. And so I ask, is that a Mm. proper consolation? Like, as as Thanos, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a solid for you guys to go, Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have taken half. You're right. Yeah. I'll just kind of just – a do-over. You won't know any better. Everybody else won't know any better. Yeah. Um, your drive for your loved ones is, is still there, but at this point may be too premature for you to understand what you're actually asking for to bring back people who were just uh, gone five years ago. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's probably like a generation or two that it would take to – to like
1: oh man forget
0: the past and like this is how things are now or you know?
1: disassociate so much from that that like yeah. it's oh my grandparents came back and now my grandma is like five years younger than the grandpa <laughs> but oh man I bet there were a whole bunch of kids who
0: were really bummed you know they were like I'm almost out of high school and then or like I'm almost at drinking age or I almost have my driver's license mm-hmm. you know and then like all the friends that they were almost with or ahead of them and all those different things man
1: And then I wonder if there is some part of the people who remained that tried to keep like infrastructure or government or some semblance of reality like still. They're like, no, this thing has to not change because maybe they'll come back. Hmm. Like I wonder if there's a group held on to hope because you look at Captain America, the most optimistic person in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe was leading a support group to try to help people get through. And so even when he couldn't be like an action hero, he was still there to help, which is commendable and amazing and appropriate for Steve Rogers. Yeah. Even he acknowledged to himself Gotta move that, on. like, we have to go past this. Yeah. And so the most optimistic person acknowledges it and goes forward. So the government, the economy, faith, all of those things just accept it and they go on. And now the world is twice as populated as it was Prior to you changing these that's things. True. Now you're putting yourself at a worse financial state because Yeah, that was a very huge shock to the system. All yeah. the infrastructure of the world was all of a sudden. Everything is Detroit. Imagine like Oof. Detroit, like people showed up and were like, hey, yeah. here's here's some houses. And they're like, but this house is not what it used to be. Or someone else moved into my house. Yeah. And because Ooh, of eminent yeah. domain, and they oh, definitely five years, that's outside the realm of eminent domain. They own it now. Because they squatted on your house while you were going. <laughs> that's crazy there's a massive like what's next for the mcu which i think is a good segue Mm. is local government issues (laughs) um utility infrastructures the plumbing sewer system was already in place so that should be okay like that should be fine but um i got goosebumps during that final battle scene i was getting like continuous levels of goosebumps Mm. it was dope Hmm. And I asked Deacon, I was like, oh, man, I got goosebumps. He's like, I got goosebumps on my eyes when T'Challa showed up. Because <laughs> he loves Black Panther. Mm. And the moment that he and Shuri like walked out of that portal. Yeah. And then everybody started showing up. And I was like, oh, this this is going to be that battle scene. Yeah. This is going to be great.
0: Oh, can we talk about, before we get to that, real quick. The uh, Captain America wielding the hammer.
1: Ooh. Okay. Freaking awesome. And that was so cool.
0: That was one of the highlights Man. of the movie for me, just because like it, like I'm I, I like Captain America, he's fine. I like Thor, he's fine. Whatever, but like that was just they set it up just the right amount. Yep. In the past, to what do you as mean? Soon it, as, like in
1: in uh, Ultron, Ultron, where he
0: wiggled, it wiggled just yeah. a little bit in Thor's face. At that, that yeah. was just perfect. And so as soon as I, I saw, knew it.
1: Yeah, as soon as I saw <laughs> Thor
0: doing a thing and then the hammer moving separately, I knew it. I was like right off the bat, like
1: yes. See, Captain I Bird thought is that that it. was going to be some past or weird quantum version of, like, the super sexy Thor coming back. <laughs> That's what I was like. That's how they're going to get him away Double from Thors. from the dude version of Thor. Like, I'm like, oh, this is great. And then Tazim's was like, I want the big one. You get the little yeah, one or get whatever. The little one. That yeah. was so good. That was an excellent thing.
0: Anyway, um, what were we talking about before that? The final battle scene. Final battle scene. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was excellent because they almost couldn't hang. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. Because, I mean, you know, there's a tendency to just, we're just going to beat him down. Mm-hmm. And, like, just the... the Enough punches. The, 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 yeah, the small group the of teeth 15th punch is going to get him. The original five or four or whatever's left, and um, they just couldn't hang. I thought that was good.
1: Because at a point during that battle, I went, everybody should be back. And then... They oh, had to get right. to where they were because theoretically most of those people were still in Wakanda, right? And then I did think uh, that was
0: really cool too when all the portals opened. You could see all of Wakanda behind
1: yeah, the three of the portals, cool. and it was
0: all like the same view, like a bunch of different windows into the same thing. That was awesome.
1: I think the scale of that battle was really good. I think having all of the the wizards and the mystics, mm-hmm. like when the stuff the missiles started falling from the sky and they were making like the the shields, little shields, yeah. and then. Uh, which I thought was really cool, like the big sh- the ship that was launching all the missiles down at everybody all of a sudden those missiles kind of point up and start shooting at the sky. I thought that that was super cool because like being I don't know the stuff we did in the military, like something well above you or something bigger that just happens, and you're like, Why did that stop all of a sudden? like what is going on in mm. that ignorance that they're in they're like what why why is this thing happening and then yeah. Captain Marvel finally shows up and just starts smashing stuff, yeah i think it's cool and i really liked that they didn't just give everything to her and was like oh yeah you're you're the latest movie we know you're super powerful just like fix everything yeah make it captain marvel 2 yeah and it didn't she was off doing stuff she went and got a fancy haircut and then she showed up just like everybody else like exactly when she needed to show up
0: that was one of the things my daughter said when we walked out when we were talking about it she's like i didn't like captain marvel's new haircut as much <laughs> it was okay but i really like her longer better <laughs> like yeah it's cool yeah, uh, yeah. I thought they used her an appropriate amount. I thought it was good, and she was like definitely useful at the end. Like she was one of the team members that to help the whole thing wrap up, mm-hmm. which I thought was good. But yeah, I like the fact that she didn't just like become the new team leader and yeah. like step over Captain Marvel. I mean, uh, Captain America, and just be like, "All right, guys, I've got fire hands. I'm in charge now." Yep, you yeah, know that was good.
1: Because there were so many YouTube videos about like who is powerful enough in Marvel universe to kill Thanos, and they. With a list off all of these obscure characters that a majority of the moviegoers don't know anything about, and it was like Captain Marvel is, and so these weird little speculators kind of set an ignorant stage to like she's going to be the savior of everything. Mm-hmm. When it's the the common theme in Avengers movies are that we are we win together and we lose together, right? And yeah, so I really liked that the all powerful fire hands and flying through the space and all this was <laughs> like yeah she was a part of it, yeah she wasn't all of it. Everybody was a part of it.
0: Um, are we to future yet? Sure. What's next? I'm worried. How so? Um, it's, I mean, if, well, okay, let me temper that a little bit. There's, for me, this is much like, or I could see how this would much be much like Star Wars in that there's been a generation of people or a group of people who like... <laughs> um, the characters and they've grown kind of kind of grown up with those characters and we're invested in those characters and whatever and so now the landscape has to change we have to have a whole new crop some continued on but a whole new crop mm-hmm. basically of avengers and um so i feel like there was a little too much closure on all of the long term or most of the long term characters so I'm not. I don't feel like I will be personally as invested in the next wave of stuff. Mm, I got you. If there was another, I don't. I don't know. I mean, if there was another Iron Man, I'd be like, yeah, man. Well, more of that. I'll hang on through anything else to get to that. And well, I'll, I'll still watch them all. It's not, right. I'm not saying I won't watch them, but like I've been invested in these last couple just because I knew how they were the culmination of all this stuff before. But mm. I feel like they wrapped everything up almost too well. You know. Well, they did leave. Um, I mean there's a lot open for sure
1: yeah like there's a new potential Captain America with Falcon but the... see
0: even that like I was invested in Captain America because of his character and because of all you got to see him go through all of the stuff to become who he was mm-hmm. and like Sam's cool he's fine but like the backstory you're not as, as he's entrenched just a, and... he's just a dude and so I'm less like I want to see this guy do the right thing I want to see this guy win you know
1: what I mean yeah I don't know And the movie kind of hints or leads you to believe, like with um, Hawkeye's daughter being able to shoot the arrow. Yeah. The the kid from Iron Man 3 who Which they actually said that he's not.
0: Oh, really? That was
1: just a. He's just hanging out. He's the one random person that gets to show up to Tony Stark's.
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, one of the, the kid from Iron Man 3, who's now like a. He's a teenager. Yeah, he's like a late teen or whatever. He was at the funeral. He was that kid in the back. That
1: Yeah, he's the random kid. Didn't know who he was. Yeah, so so uh, they can lead people on to think that there are younger versions to where they don't do the fox thing where it's like, okay, you guys are getting kind of old to be these really cool characters and we can't continue to build this brand on you, so we'll just send you back in time and make you younger <laughs> versions, younger <laughs> cool tween versions of yourself, which I think was dumb and pandering. So they kind of hint that, like, there is more... And in the comics, there's a thing. There's um, there's an Infinity—I forget the name of the comic series, but, like, it's after the Infinity War where it has Falcon as Captain America, where it's kind of a Falcon-Captain America kind of mish, mashup.
0: Yeah, he's got, like, wings, but the shield. Yeah, and the shield,
1: and there's a whole—there's, like, a female Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thor hops on with the Guardians, mm-hmm. and it's going to—the Asgardians or whatever of the galaxy. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was a fun sequence. Yeah. So So they're, they're hinting at what could possibly be yeah. in a super subtle way because I think that they put people in a really great place to wonder, like, what is next? Like, how many more movies do you walk out of and go, like, I want to see more. What's coming more? Yeah. Like, that must make their advertising department really happy when someone walks out and they're wiping tears away and go, what's next? Right. Yeah. Like, then you've got them. You've got them hook, line, and sinker. But I think,
0: yeah, I agree with you. I think my hesitation there was just like, well, I'm not, su- I'm not as invested in the people that I know will be showing back up as the people who are now gone for good. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what's next. Yeah, I'll watch them because I like the movies. But I'm not like, if if Marvel movies stopped right now and there were no more, I would be okay with that. I don't yeah. want that to happen. I enjoy them and I want there to be more. But like, if it had stopped two movies ago, three movies ago, I would have been like, no, man, I, what happens to so-and-so? And what happens to so-and-so? I want, mm-hmm. I want this to be rounded out. And they did such a good job that now I'm like, well, I'm...
1: Well, Falcon and and Bucky were supposed to have their own series on yeah. Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this could be a launch pad for that. No, um, I, there's, they set up tons of launch pads. That's yeah. not my point. My point is well, like... Well, maybe they are. Maybe they're like, yo, we're phase I, four that people are talking about. Maybe yeah. it's... I My
0: point mm-hmm. is that like they set up a bunch of potential stuff, which is good, but like... I. If I were to miss that, eh, it's like. But prequel. I wouldn't miss a uh, Iron Man movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a different thing. But it's much like the Star Wars thing, where like these movies were made for this group of people at this time. The new ones are not necessarily for them, because as the audience shifts and moves, the content has to move as well, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But it's just kind of interesting to look at something that's relatively young, ten years. Yeah. And say, like, they really, like, closed a book on a good portion of that, you know. Yeah. And they're opening new books.
1: I don't know that I'm as interested in those new books. We'll find out, I guess. I think maybe they they could purposely give it some time. And they let let this stuff breathe for a little while. If I know, know it's Disney,
0: but. Have they announced anything specific? I mean, uh, there's talks about a lot of, like,
1: movie. Is it mean, Scarlet? Or not Scarlet. Scarlet Witch is getting a TV show. Yeah. Set um, in the
0: 50s. I don't get it. Hmm. The 50s? Yep. Okay. Scarlet Witch and Vision. Black
1: Widow is supposed to be getting her own prequel prequel okay. movie. Yep. Spider Man two and three, from what I understand. I think there's supposed mm. to be a third one. Not sure. Uh, there's Guardians of the Galaxy three. So we know that these things exist. Some after the fact, some before. So I don't know. Those could be launching pads for other things, or they could just round out the the whole series, or you could meet the new bad guy. In the universe. Well, and that's another problem. I mean, anytime you
0: run a story like this, where there's you have this mega bad guy, like how much more
1: bad you gotta can get you the mega get, badder guy? Yeah, you know, because I mean, this theory—it's I want to, to take over the world, or so Thanos was more than like take over the world because Ultron kind of wanted to take over the world, save us from ourselves kind of theory. Yeah. Or you know, separate them from within theory. And then Thanos was like, well, I'll just get rid of half of everybody because in this weird misguided logic, it kind of makes sense. And so their, their decisions to make bad guys has been pretty good. It hasn't been just like, I'm evil for evil sake. I yeah. need to rob the bank to fund my <laughs> evilness. <laughs> and so they would have to creatively find yeah. some other super being that has some weird... Logical reasoning to like, oh, you guys are insignificant. I'm just going to destroy you.
0: I mean, I guess that's Galactus. Possibly, yeah. Probably. I mean, I think he's the. I, my limited knowledge of the comments, I, the comics. I think
1: he's the. The biggest, big, the, big, the biggest baddie. Yeah, mm.
0: but I, I could be wrong with that.
1: Because you can't really like turn them against each other because you did that already. And that would be like the <laughs> well, biggest bad is within our. Well, actually, our own they're hearts. <laughs> within our hearts.
0: Actually, there was a Civil War II comic line. Hmm. Uh. And I'm not sure who all was involved in that. I know Spider-Man was more involved in the original one, I think. And then maybe Captain Marvel was kind of one of the big parts of the second one. I, I don't I don't know the specifics. But there was a whole nother like separation storyline that was there. So I guess they could use something like that.
1: The you know only thing for the room in the comics I really want to see? What's that? Uh, the Punisher getting hold of War Machine's suit. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there was a whole line of of Punisher War Machine. Really. To wear shield like contracts the Punisher to go to this country that they kind of made up and um like get rid of this evil dictator. And so he just kind of takes it and runs amok with it to like destroy almost wow. everybody. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, bring the suit back. And he's like, Yeah, I'll, when I'm done. And they're like, No, you're done. Come back right now. And he's like, I'm not done. And then all of the like Captain Marvel and Spider Man, all of the guys try to go after him to go get the suit back. Wow. And I almost want to like if there's any like statue or figure or whatever, like I have a daredevil one. Like I want to get a war machine just to paint it up because he puts the skull like oh, on the war machine. Yeah. It's super dope.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I bet that's been done in cosplay. But if not, that would be an awesome. But
1: it's it's watch. amazing too because you see a lot of the like Jarvis kind of shots where you see his face with like the little heads up display kind of mm-hmm. things, and it's like you should stop, you should retreat because you're gonna do. He's like, nope, not doing that. Oh, like yeah. that reckless, mm-hmm. like non-care. Yeah, it goes straight through even when you have like a super mega suit and it just seems to kind of get through. It's really cool.
0: That is cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the um, uh, Agent Carter show? No. So there was this show about Peggy and I think it was two or three seasons. I don't remember. Blonde haired lady? No, no, no. uh, Captain America's wife. Oh, I gotcha. And it was all about her in the 50s, I guess. So it was like her and Howard Stark And Jarvis, the the driver. Right. And so the driver, Jarvis, in the movie, in Endgame, remember he was getting in Mm -hmm. his car and that was Jarvis? That was the same guy that played Jarvis in the 50s in this TV show. Hmm. And so the show was really mostly about, like, uh, Howard Stark came into it a couple of times and would, like, help out with missions here and there, but it was mostly, like, Peggy, and if you need anything, Jarvis will drive you around and he'll be your whatever. And so it was a lot of, like, the adventures of Peggy and Jarvis. Oh, and great. he was a really cool kind of, like, butler. He was very Alfred-like, yeah. you know. Um, but it was kind of cool just to – he was just one of the many, many, many background characters that just popped up. And I was like, oh, hey, look, it's Jarvis <laughs>
1: from the show that they canceled. <laughs> i rewarded that was really for looking outside of the cinematic universe. Yeah.
0: Which is actually kind of funny because they've had – Shield has been its own TV show that mm-hmm. has reacted to the movies, but has not affected the movies.
1: Right from what I I haven't seen any, but I've heard people talking about it. Where it it fills in some background stuff in really poignant parts yeah. of the MCU. Yeah, it just gives you additional stuff that's happening not on camera, it, and it doesn't its really storylines. Yeah, it's like it it is affected by, it but doesn't affect okay. the movies. And
0: um, I mean, Agent Carter was kind of the same way, but she was a character that had been on screen. I mean, I guess Phil Coulson was too, but... It's just interesting because then all the other Marvel shows theoretically exist in the same universe and reference mm-hmm. the movies like The Attack on New York and all that stuff, but they don't... They are never discussed mm. in any way in the movies, which is kind of weird, but...
1: So do you think that Marvel, and whatever is next, is going to, like... Do that sleight of hand, like, the Loki's dead, but he's not really dead. Or do you think that they're going to be planted in this and then just kind of continue? Because at the end of Infinity War, like, I was impacted. But then the the weird, like, I'm going to remove myself from just enjoying a movie going, they're not going to keep them all dead. They're all going to come back. So do you have any glimpse of that? And um, what is forward? I think that th- it would really cheapen some of the
0: deaths if they came back. I think that's one reason why they're doing the Black Widow prequel, but mm-hmm. she probably is dead, dead from now on. Um, I think Tony, like Robert Downey Jr. could show back up as
1: like an AI version of because Tony. Because it did set that precedent where yeah. he was delivering his own will yeah. as a hologram. So, and he- so that's, that's entirely possible that yeah. he could show up. In th- but it's very different from... And it seemed like in that will it was recorded in haste. Like I'm about to go do this thing where I know I might not be able to come back so I need to talk to you guys. I doubt that in that same context he would have like okay, this is how to shave or this is how to do this or oh, you you having trouble fitting the thigh? Hit the little switch in the back. Like yeah. there's only so many lessons or your last words to people. Like that it's going to be in a bubble. You're not going to be able to go back and like be a sage, Jedi ghost. In that small amount of time, I think, unless right. unless they oh, – I mean, it's a trick in a movie. Like, oh, he was all the while keeping an active archive in Jarvis in a database so you can just watch all the feeds.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about how Jarvis worked, it was always like an independent thinking and would give Tony advice and you yeah. know and all that type of stuff. So I think creating that same thing around somehow grabbing Tony's brain at some point in time before he died could totally happen. But and, again, would that, would that cheapen it? It might, to a degree, but at the same time, you know it's not Tony, right? He's not necessary. i guess he could command a suit, come to think of it. Hmm. Sentry mode. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, in one of them, where he had his—I guess that was Civil War—his BARF protocol, like, where it has the, the projected scene where he was young and he was talking to his parents before oh, yeah. he died and all Oh, yeah, yep. That. He called it BARF. Mm. Um, that whole thing— Could be used as a way to physically manifest a physical looking Hmm. AI
1: in a space. So maybe in something that you as a friend would, or not as a friend, but as a fan would want to see. Or again, does that cheapen it? I think it would kind of cheapen it, but. Because I think, I, I asked that because I think Black Widow, when I was going into this movie, I'm thinking. Captain America is going to sacrifice himself because he's already set a precedent for that in the mm-hmm. plane going down on the ice. He's Captain America. He's got to do good. He's this thing. And it was Black Widow who, like, sacrificed herself, saved someone else, and then sacrificed herself. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was awesome because I was like, oh, I, I, not that I discounted her. Is I thought that someone else had more of that in them. And I, yeah, I was like, all right,
0: right on. It did a good job of completing her arc. And I saw an article uh, the other day, a little story from again from one of the writers that was saying originally it was supposed to be Hawkeye, and that they'd written it that way. And they were in a production meeting, and they were going through that scene. And one of the the women who was I don't remember what her position was, but she was like an effects supervisor or something like that. They were reading through the scene, and they said that Hawkeye jumped off the thing. And she spoke up and said, "Don't take that away from her." Hmm. And that, they changed the movie in that moment because everybody realized, like, this is the one chance that she had to actually... Fully redeem herself. Redeem herself and, yeah. and like, pay for the... Not pay for it, but, like, give herself up for the family that she never had. Now she had it. It was like... And to take that away for her would have really cheapened.
1: And I think because yeah. Clint has his family right. that they are fighting to go back for. And so for him to sacrifice himself for his family would have been... Would have been strange. Like
0: kind of counterproductive. Exactly. But, yeah. Like
1: I'm going to sacrifice myself so my family can come back, but then they're not going to have you. Yeah. And which was her point? Right. Which was completely valid. And what did you think about the? Uh, I, I talked to your wife about it. What do you think about the girl power scene when all the ladies banded together and made the, the the spearhead through? I mean the battle scene. You know,
0: in principle and in like uh
1: representation. Yeah, I get it. It was super cheesy. I thought it was pretty cool in its cheesiness. Like, Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. And I liked it when they did it in Infinity War on a much smaller scale. When Scarlet Witch and Black Widow. Oh, yeah. And see that I, I don't remember her name. The, um, the bald lady with yeah, the spear. I can't remember. T'Challa's like general where she yeah. was just like, she charged into things with a spear when everyone else has like lightning hands and super special yeah. abilities. Like, that is amazing. I like that one
0: better because it was just like a, we're not going to pause, pan the camera, and everybody pose. It was just like they were in a battle, oh, and then yeah, all of a yeah. sudden they were back-to-back, back and they were all doing awesome instead of just like, all right, everybody pose. Here comes it, the battle.
1: It made me think. It was just kind of like, silly. What if like out of, say, there were 10, all nine of them were there, and they were like, where's where's the girl with the antenna? She, she should be here for this. <laughs> like, hey, hold, hold on, on hold on, guys. <laughs> yo, come here real quick. We're doing a thing. Yeah. But I thought it was good. And I was like, Deacon, look at all the ladies." I was like, "The ladies are charging through everybody." And he was like, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of it. I just thought it was maybe executed. It was on bit. the nose. A little, yeah, yeah, very on the nose. But All right, what else we got about it?
1: How how far are we? I have no idea. we over an hour. Okay. So I think we, that's about good. Yeah. Um I'm very excited it hit me in ways I didn't think it was because again, I was projecting myself onto many, many characters they had. Hmm. So as a project management, I, I love what they did and I commend everybody on that team for taking the most, like, at, at now at the time, these A-list celebrities, keeping them through 22 movies and rounding out all of their stories in the way that they did. Uh, great job. Yeah, it
0: was technically very impressive. I mean, visually also, but just, yeah, it is really
1: impressive. Yeah, because at a certain point, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Like, I want $190 million to do these one scenes in this movie.
0: But at the same time, they probably would have been like,
1: "Sure, No problem. True, but we're I gonna, mean. We're going to make $1.2 billion on the opening man, weekend. Man, that is bonkers. <laughs> they paid for, I think we talked about it. They paid <laughs> so for over crazy. a quarter of the entire Star Wars franchise wow. in the opening weekend of a movie that had nothing to do with Star Wars. That's insane. How much do they pay for Marvel? I don't know.
0: Nothing close to a billion dollars. Oh, nothing close.
1: I don't I don't remember when they acquired Marvel. It was but. a few
0: years before, well, I guess it would have been 2007, 2006, something like that. I don't know. It'd be worth looking up because nothing close to a
1: yeah. billion dollars.
0: Way to go. All right. Um, oh, one more question. I'm sure you'll watch it again in the theater. hmm After that, how long do you think
1: before you watch it again? Hmm. I don't know. I mean when it comes out on DVD and I want to see the behind the scenes stuff. Huh. which has not really been that substantial. Like I got a Blu-ray player in hopes that it would have more content, more behind the scenes content. Like I'm talking Lord of the Rings style because oh, they have a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And no one has met that yet. Nobody and it's can made Lord me Lord kind of, of sad. Th- that's they did an insane amount of Well, and I think with capture. this it's just a bunch of people in a field in Georgia with a green screen behind them, so there's not <laughs> a whole lot of depth to it. Yeah. But I I think that storytelling, like, that is the piece that gets me. Like, if you can't give me that content visually or, like, technically, people making swords or making armor or whatever, then go back to the interesting stuff about, tell me how you kept these people. Tell me about the story. Like, that moment that you talked about, about the lady going, don't take that away from her. Like, tell Mm -hmm. me those stories because those are cool. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh
0: I kinda didn't want to see it a second time after seeing it the first time. You just want to let it let it lie? I kinda did and it was like I felt a little bit of loss
1: and I didn't really want to go through that again. Mm. Oh, and, so it's not that you didn't want to learn more to dissuade your, your feelings from before. You just didn't want to go through that whole process yeah. again. Yeah. Oh. And it was I think it was more emotional for me
0: the second time I watched it. Because I kinda knew it was coming and I could see it. You know, it's like If you know what's going to happen and it's bad, you have to dread it a little bit. Mm. And three hours is
1: a long time to dread. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my wife hasn't seen it, so we're going to go see it sometime. That's cool. But, and I'm I'm wondering if she's going to get choked up in the same moments and for the same reasons, or Mm -hmm. if she does get choked up, like what her perspective was, just to see how much the movie come came through as they intended, or how much I was projecting my own past or emotions or whatever. Well, I'm sure it's a combination of those. Right. Too. For sure. Cool. All right. Well, fun. Um. I
0: actually am leaving in a couple of days, yeah, and so we probably won't record again for a fair bit.
1: Maybe uh, Anthony and I will do something. Ooh. I don't know. He's not even paying attention. He's not. He's he's quarantined in there. I think he's doing good. Cool. Uh, where can people find you? On Instagram at the P.I. Workshop and on Twitter at Josh Makes Stuff.
0: And you can find me and us at I Like To Make Stuff on all the stuff. And if you're in Italy, uh, look for me. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be in Italy. We should plug Maker Faire. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maker Faire, the Bay Area Maker ni- Faire. 19th. Is it that weekend? It's that weekend-ish, around the 19th, 19th of May 19th. in San Mateo, California. Mm-hmm. Where All four of us are going to be there. We're doing like multiple talks on different stages with different groups of yep. podcasts and the team and all this different stuff.
1: Saturday Maker Faire. and Sunday. Yes. So if you can only make one of those days, you'll get some I Like to Make Stuff in some fashion on yeah. either one of them. True.
0: I'm We're, excited.
1: Yeah, good. Me too. If you listen to the podcast and you like what we're doing here, uh, tell us so when you see us there because it's really encouraging and then we can know if we're doing this right. Yeah. If you have spare Lego sets around your house that you were going to throw in the trash and you want (laughs) to bring to us, I'll bring an extra suitcase.
0: Yeah. That would be cool too.
1: All right. Cool. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Anthony, we're done.
1: All clear. Hulk dies in the end. (sighs) Whoops. (laughs)